Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. And tonight, I have got a special guest, Mr. Crazy Sharp himself, Mike Emler. What's up? Nothing much. Just turning off notifications on my on my computer here so that, uh, <laughs> so that we don't get interrupted. Dude, thank you for doing this, man. I know. You know what's crazy is I could have scheduled you sooner. I didn't know that I had two slots in March, but the problem was I, you know, we were talking about this off air. The reason why I left StreamYard is because my internet was fucked up, right? And I mm -hmm. thought it was StreamYard. I was I was um, up late uh, up late one night, like chatting with the tech, like, "Yo, it just doesn't work." Blah blah blah. I'm paying fifty bucks a month. Like, what's going on? And it was just messed up. My internet connection should have been fine. But actually, it wasn't. You know, my upload speed was like seven Mbps or something, which is like yeah. really low. Um, so for the next two weeks, it was just Kelly and I scrambling to like buy a new router that was like $270. And that didn't fix it. Then I get on the phone with Optimum. I had to take off work two days, separate occasions to like have a tech come. Everything still, you know, everything was fine one week, then fucked up again the next week. Finally, we got Verizon Fios, baby. And you were the first guest, actually, <laughs> on this Streamlabs melon thing. <laughs> I actually had kind of the same thing at our at our old house. I had one entire section of the house was a dead zone. Um, so San Diego Gas and Electric put in these smart, uh, what do they call them, smart meters. Mm -hmm. And like you would, the whole house, perfect, beautiful, strong internet. You'd walk out to the kitchen where I film my videos. And I couldn't do live feeds because the smart meter had a, a signal that put off all the time. And like you would walk in, it turned the kitchen into a dead zone. I'm like, what in the Damn. fuck is going on? That so I don't have that issue here. Yeah. Internet problems just suck, man, for a content creator. You know, it just, it's like the worst thing. This is the first time since living in this apartment that it went down for that long. Yeah. And it really like, like I was like, I didn't know how therapeutic these live shows were. You know what I mean? Oh, and, um, why do you think just... I do three of them a week? <laughs> well, we do three shows a week, but we only do one live. I think what's going to end up happening is um, I've got this cool thing going with Urban EDC Supply uh, recently where they want me to do, do Twitch shows for them. So I think like Tuesday, I'm going to dedicate uh, a live just to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's going to be pretty dope because, you know, Urban EDC Supply, I've never been able to afford them. But, you know, just like since a couple of months ago, they were like, hey, man, we, we love your, your, your crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they feel about all the boob content I've been making, though, on Instagram. I, you know what? I saw that and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I, I can't get upset. I, I like boobs. <laughs> no. So here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, okay? With the boob content stuff, I checked my Instagram last week when I first started doing it. Uh -huh. My views were up by 140%. Wow. Yeah. But, but here's however, the thing. I, I could give a shit less about Instagram. Yeah. So, so, I, but how, so, so, like, so for me, it's like I post on everything, so I watch everything, right? Um, and and then on Instagram, uh, it's at one hundred forty percent, and but the but my sub count was going low. I've actually lost like maybe thirty subs, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I know what it is. All the dudes that are married are scared that their wives are gonna be like, who the fuck is this bitch? You know yeah. what I mean? Actually. Actually, I, I had um, I had a, a picture that I sent a friend of mine. I got him in some gosh darn it. Yeah. See, this is what happens sometimes with green screen. Um, but I got him in some trouble because I sent him a picture of a, of this chick, and I mean she yeah. was, she was just really attractive chick, and I yeah. didn't know he had had some problems with like some some chick had been sending him pictures and he got in trouble. Oh, no. So I sent him a picture of this hot chick, and then right after it, it was this. It was like a, somebody had made a screw. Like a big, like a bolt out of yeah. wood, and it was a hundred percent wood screw. And I yeah. sent that right after, and his wife went off the rails. And she actually, he's, she's like, "Well, who is that that's sending you that?" She's like, "It's Mike." And she's like, "I don't believe you." She literally took his phone and called me. He's like, "Who is this?" And I was like, "It's it's Mike." And she's like, "Why did that's you send him a picture so of that chick?" Funny. And I was like, "Because the punchline of a joke, like the next one was like one hundred percent wood screw. It was a yeah. wood <laughs> yeah. screw." It's funny. And I was like, it was funny. And she's yeah. like, 
don't send me that shit again. And I was like, good God, man, you Damn. need to, you need to either, you need to find a better relationship to get into yeah. or. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, man. It's like, I, um, I feel really fortunate that I don't run into those problems. I mean, in the past, in other relationships, I definitely have, but with Kelly, like, you know, it, if my, if you hear my cat, like meowing in the background, he's just waiting for Kelly to come home. So he's it's just, okay, my wife, crazy. my wife is taking laundry out of the washing okay. in, in the back, in part the, of library. the library, in the ah, back part. Of the library. Quiet, bro. Yeah, we gotta be quiet. Um, but yeah, you know, it's crazy when I hear those stories and, uh, you know, I just, I just don't deal with that anymore. Like if anything, if there's a hot girl, like walking in the street while Kelly and I are vlogging on our day off, like mm -hmm. she'll be like, yo, that girl is, yo, look, check, check that out. Or if I was going to say. My yeah. wife, my wife will point him out. She's like, "There's yeah. no way I'm gonna stop you, dude." Like if I, I see mean, a jacked, years. if I see a jacked, yoked Asian guy walking down the street, I'm gonna be like, "That's your shit right there." And she's like, "Yo, we getting you to that. You you're gonna become that, right?" <laughs> you know, just and it's just you don't there's never no see. like, <laughs> there's just no like malice. Things. It's like a really tall. It's like a really tall, really fat Asian guy with orange hair. You just don't see that very often. Just, you gotta point that out when you see it. <laughs> Um, you know, so, uh, I want to talk about like how you started with the hobby. Like, how did you get into it? Look, I grew up, I mean, I grew up on a farm and we, we butchered, you know, we hunted and we fished. And so I came by it like organic, everybody had knives and stuff like that. It wasn't even really a hobby. It was just, it was just something you had to have. Like you had to have a good knife. You had to have a fixed blade knife. You had to be able to maintain it. And we butchered and, you know, we hunted, you butcher animals. So, um, I'd all, I mean, I grew up where I think I was like five when I got my first knife that was actually mine, but I had helped butcher. Um, and that's part of the, how I learned how to sharpen. So, I mean, really it was just growing up in the country. I grew up in a town of a hundred, 124 people, I think. Wow. And it's so like we, smaller we, than my high school, uh, graduating class, dude. <laughs> my high school, my high school graduating class was 64 kids, but that was three elementary yeah. schools put together to make one high school <laughs> junior high. But yeah. literally seventh, eighth grade was that was when you finally met like everyone you were going to go to high school with. Because wow. I think there was like eight. There's like 12 people in my elementary school class. Yeah. Eight to 12, something like that. It just depended on the season. And we had kids that moved in and out. But yeah, I grew up in the middle of nowhere in, uh, in Ohio. And so then I joined the military and you always had to have a good knife when you're on a ship. And then I took, uh, you know, I took orders to combatant commands and did what, what they call uh, in, independent augmentation. A, uh, you know, uh, uh, an AI, uh, individual augmentation orders. And so I went down range and so I was issued knives. So I had combat knives. I was in, went to Iraq twice uh, on, on two wow, different. dude. Uh, well, no, I've, I mean, I was there a bunch more times than that, but like I went on two separate like one year tours uh, and I was in Bosnia and so I was in Iraq again for like, so I, I was all over. And so, you know, I had knives that were issued and everybody has a knife. And so it just becomes this thing that's just like always something you have. And then when I got out, I started sharpening knives for guys because I knew how to sharpen and I had taught myself how to sharpen the way Wanna I say hi. Now. Oh, my wife's home. Like, no, Dude, that's that's crazy that you so you did like that many tours then. I wound up spending like uh, total uh, combat tours, like 28 months total. Damn. So and that, that I mean, that's not including like six month rotations and deployments and things like that. So, yeah, I did. I did two. I did two voluntary IAs where I volunteered to, to go downrange. That's so. crazy. That's 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 awesome, man. Fuck, dude. That's something definitely to but be proud of. I, right I, there. I, I, I always, so when I was in the military, I always, I, I used to tell the kids that worked for me, like I never did the same, I never did the same duty twice. I might've been in the same geographic location. Like I spent 13 years in Japan, mm -hmm. but every job I did was something different. Every place I went was a different platform. Like, oh, hey, I forgot something. I knew I was forgetting something. There we go. <laughs> forgot my light. Um, oh, so it's the remote is sitting right. <laughs> it happens. Um, so so like i may have been in the same place and and geographically but i never did the same job twice i wound up with so many different job qualification and skill sets that i picked up throughout my my time in the military because i always would tell kids that work for me a, a comfort zone is a place where nothing grows you should always be challenging yourself um, to go forward 
So, yeah. and, and now, and now I put myself in a position where all I do is make YouTube videos. So I, I've completely, completely <laughs> went outside of what I was telling those kids. And I'm like, yeah, now I'm in a comfort zone, I guess. <laughs> do you, um, like, so, so you, that's how you got in the hobby. Like, how did you get into making YouTube videos? Uh, so I started, uh, I was watching John Grimsmo stuff and I had mm -hmm. already met the guys at Ferrum Forge and I was already getting into, like, I made the jump from like, I didn't make the jump from uh, like uh, production knives. Like I was issued knives when I was in the military, but I didn't get into like the budget knives and things like that. Like a lot of people do and then work my way into custom knives. No, I jumped right into custom knives. So Damn. my first couple knives were well over two and $3,000 each. You know, they, they were things that I saved for and I ordered. And then I realized they weren't exactly what I wanted. And then I realized that there's just not a lot of places to find the the things that i wanted to know about knives like there's not a lot of brick and mortar stores out here in san diego and so when i would get a knife after i realized that some of the good production knives were out there and i had made friends with the boys at farm forge and i was getting knives in from i was like i should do videos about this so i can point out the things about these knives that i see like emerson's i don't like emerson's emerson's have this big name but no one really talks about the down parts of emerson they're cheaply assembled they really aren't very finished and you're paying a lot for it and it's not that the steel there ends an inferior steel and i'm like no one's talking about this yeah. so let me make a video and so i started making videos and then i realized i enjoyed it and it was therapeutic and i started on live feeds and i got to know people on instagram and uh knowing them by name and it just kind of grew from that and it you know there's been times I remember the first like, time I, I should stop making videos i just hated making videos for a little bit but i, just, I got back into it how come? I don't know. It just it seemed it just seemed like I was it seemed like I was doing so much and there was so much negativity. Like we had someone that was threatening my daughter during my live feeds. What? And there was just some yeah, there was some bad shit that was going on at one point That's during during up, my bro. YouTube stuff. And like literally I had to like I had a I had a I have an open police case. Like this person is now like if they're not still in jail for what they did, they're on a they're like yeah. low jacked like they low jacked him like they know where he's at he's at that's he's at so starbucks right crazy. now getting a coffee that's so and crazy because so, and why was he like mad upset because you were like this thing he said maker? okay this is this is this is why like this is the thing like i have already experienced like the bad shit that can happen on the internet to like the big youtube guys mm -hmm. talk about i did a video about a knife that this guy loved and he Which really knife took was it it was the, you remember that Les George, the little short Les George CT, yeah. the little chode? 0900? I don't remember what it was. It was the it's 0900. Short, yeah, it's yeah, a little it's short, short and stubby. stubby. And I said, look at this chode. CT. Yeah, I was like, look mm -hmm. at this chode of a knife. And this guy just went ape shit in the comments. And then the next thing you know, I'm getting like threats. Uh, he was sending me pictures of my house. He was what? sending things to, yeah, he was telling me, he was sending me emails. He's like, oh, it's obvious you're an angry person. I'm going to have the police come and check on your daughter. I'm like, what the Bro. fuck is this guy's problem? And Bro. so if you go back and look at it, that was, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago. There was a, there was a period of like four years where I just kind of didn't do videos for like, oh, I do like one a month. Now I'm doing three videos a day, basically. Yeah. That is so insane, man. I, I can't. Well, I guess I don't really. I say a lot of outrageous shit on my podcast and we watch a lot of outrageous stuff, but I don't really like go after people as much, but I'm more of a half glass full kind of knife reviewer. I stole that line from fucking metal complex, but, um, you know, I, I'm very forgiving. Um, and also like, I, I, I literally claim that I don't know anything. Like I, I don't go into the grinds. I don't go into a lot of the specifics because I go about my hobby at a very casual pace because of where I yeah. live. Like I'm well, not really using things, right? Don't forget, so I, I, don't forget, I'm a knife. I'm also a knife maker. And oh yeah, I, so I and, and people are like, oh, every too. every YouTuber is a knife maker, knife designer. I was yeah. Like, yeah, but I made physically made the knives. Yeah, like, like everybody's like, oh, now everybody's a knife maker. I was like, no, no, no. I were yeah. a knife designer. I was like, no, no, Correct. I made custom knives and then realized that people like these. And I'm like, well, let's see if a company wants to produce them. And that led to this, this stonefish, which was my yeah. combat tactical fixed blade. And uh, the sea snake. That's the knife. And the sea snake, which is I love the sea snake, actually. I do too. It's great. I made a friend. This video was brought to you by Asia, the amazing outdoors.
Located in Woodridge, New York, you can enjoy the amazing outdoors in the Catskills. There's camping, ATV rentals, ATV riding lessons, guided ATV tours, and much more. Give them a follow on Instagram and shoot them a DM for inquiry. Or you can email them at asianewyork at gmail.com. From, from, from selling that sea snake, because someone on Instagram who has a lot of uh, similarities, you know, in the way they live their lives with me like they were a dj but then they love like nature and he goes hunting and i'm so fucking jealous and this is this dude um from the hood to the woods on instagram <laughs> yo he's fucking awesome oh i'm gonna have and, to, uh, okay just the, just that channel yeah, name dude, i'm now i'm gonna have to yeah, like on right, instagram from the hood to the woods and uh he um he was like yo uh can i buy that sea snake from you and i was like i don't really want to sell it because you know artisan gave it to me and like yeah. i kind of like try to keep but then I was like, you know what? I'm not using it. And like, let me just, I, I, I put like, I, I took a couple of bucks off it, of course. I didn't want to just pay for the shipping and all that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's like become like really cool. I mean, you know, he, a lot of similarities in the tri-state area. I think he's in Jersey, but from the hood to the woods, bro. I mean, like I got to so be friends from, with that guy. I mean, it just makes he's sense. He's from Jersey. So yeah, he's from it's Jersey, on brand. He's always angry. Yeah. He's just always angry. Like, he's like on like, brand to be friends with everyday city carry. Like he's like yeah. from the hood to the woods. <laughs> that's that is that's awesome. I, yeah, I but uh yeah, so that 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 knife, I really liked that. I was like, I didn't know who you were at the time, but I remember I did a podcast with Russell from Artisan and he mm-hmm. was like telling me about you and he was like, Yo, he's this guy, he's mad knowledgeable and like he's really into the, the hobby and stuff and he makes knives too. And um when I got it, I was like, Oh, I could tell, like that, you know. You knew what you were doing, like designing this thing. Uh, it, it felt really good, and I, I was really reluctant to sell it. But this guy was like, seemed cool, and you know, that's cool how you make friends like at knife community. They're like thirty-five bucks. They're like thirty-five yeah. bucks on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that's how you make friends at the knife community. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? You trade knives, you sell knives mm-hmm. to each other. And this dude is just like really funny. He'll send me like videos of him DJing at a wedding and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, but- there, there was. I mean, that that was. That the big push, the reason I did it was like I said, I, I at, out here in San Diego, there are it's not like as much as knives are not frowned upon. It's not like a knife friendly environment. There's not stores to go buy. Yeah, uh, most of the stores are closed. You can go to Big Five, but people are just buying knives blind. And so I just basically I kind of wanted to like these are the things I noticed. Like, like if you're a, if you're like six three, <clears throat> like I'm I'm six three flat footed. I'm six four wearing work boots. I wear like a depending on the brand triple xl double xl glove like is that knife going to fit your hand like if you're a big guy and you're like it might not that's one of those things and just people just like oh you just always shit on knives and i'm like when i really think about it i can only think of four times in the last what seven or eight years that i've been on youtube four four times that i can honestly think of that knives got a bad review and it was either because they were a counterfeit or they were an Emerson, or they were Benchmade, or they were Spyderco. And those, I mean, had basically it's just <laughs> Or it. that, uh, that one video you did where you All the bought these really crap knives, and then you unboxed oh, yeah, them. They're... That was so funny, dude. They're over <laughs> there you know the what's show. crazy is, like, a lot of the tech YouTubers, right? Like, you know, the the, 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 the reviewers on YouTube that are way bigger than us, right? The yeah, tech guys that are actually therapy. making millions of dollars. They, yeah. you, it, it, I cringe a little bit when I see them like take those out, and they're like, "Yo, check out this Spider-Man fucking folding knife." <laughs> like, fuck, bro, it's terrible. But I like totally respect the guy. Shout out to Flossy Carter, you know, like I love yeah. his uh, phone reviews. He's one of the best. Flossy Carter, just take unlocks out, like, therapy. Yeah, uh, Mister, what's his name? I can't think of it now. Uh, there's a, uh, a dude that does the uh, unboxing of. of of tech gears computers there's uh mkbhd uh that's yeah. the, the, the 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 tall like black dude um yeah yeah, yeah yeah Marquez. he's really good Marquez. too. My, my favorite is is flossy carter because he's from new york yeah. and he's he yeah. keeps it like so low tech bro it's so low tech his setup it's like and it's like, like char it's like charlie white over at uh penguin penguin zero <laughs> one Oh like, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Super low tech, but his yep. he's got like millions and millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. It's just him talking to like th- a shitty like face cam. Like he's using his like <laughs> a shitty greased up lens on his stuff. Yeah. But we're talking about those guys that make millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're using those knives. And here I am barely scraping by and I'm, <laughs> I'm tearing up boxes and cutting up boxes with a thousand dollars. Dude, yo, Grimsmo though. I've never tried Man. a Norseman before, actually. 
I've never if it wasn't for the one. fact that I can't go a day without putting this in my pocket, I would yeah. send this to you for review. I, I, just, I have I a feeling I would go into withdrawal. I have a feeling that someone is going to send me one. Uh, people have been kind of like, yo, I try not to like, like take loaners too much from people that I don't know that well. Yeah. Um, you know, because like, what if it gets fucked up? Like, you know, things like that. I, there are a couple you of guys have to worry that... about that with any of my knives. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send you anything you want, man. I've like <laughs> I've beat on my shit constantly. Thanks, it's, man. Um, I don't have any safe queens. So, how did you get linked up with Artisan Cutlery? Uh, okay, so <laughs> this is this is a fun story. Uh, not as much fun as the one story I did want to tell you. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so. I got asked to go to USN because there was a gentleman that wanted to go to USN, wanted to enter lotteries, and just there was no way he was going to make it. Or so explain we to people, not me, what USN is. Uh, it's this, so it's the usual suspects network. It's like an invitation thing. Like you have okay. to basically either be invited. You can buy tickets, but typically it's by invitation. Is it like so some I, like knife centered type thing? Or no, it's, it's so usual suspects network puts it on every year. They invite a select group of knife makers like Brian. Okay. Adu got it. There. And so it's a knife show, but it's like a, it's not like, it's not like the bigger shows. It, this mm -hmm. is like, this is like, if you were going to have like a family reunion of all the people that you really like in the knife world, that's what it would be. Okay. It's just a low key group of dudes. Like there's not as much going on in sales. It's just basically everybody hanging out. People are walking around drinking at the mm. show and they're hanging out at everybody's tables. Everybody's got smaller tables and it's set up at any rate. So we go to the USN show and uh, this guy had asked us to go, me and Nico, he paid our way, like he paid for our room and he paid for our tickets and every, so it was caught no cost to us. Wow. And uh, but all we had to do was enter into the lotteries. And so for those of you guys that don't know, knife show lotteries are not like, hey, you won the knife. No, you win you the chance to purchase the knife. But it's a chance for you to get a knife that you would never be able to get on, uh, regularly. And so come to find out he was going to make it. He's like, I can make it. He got his ticket. He got on the plane. He showed up. So now he has three entries in all of these lotteries because we went as his uh, basically we went to go for him he was going to pay it he was going to send me any money and uh, nico and i had pulled out cash so we could buy these knives and so uh we went as a proxy mm -hmm. while he shows up so basically all all we had to do then was he just listened for our names for us to go and nico and i were free to run around the show and so we <laughs> entered all these lotteries and we hung out with all of our friends and i had a custom sea snake on my belt and uh i saw dylan mallory before the show started Love dylan the day mallory. before and so Dylan was pointing at, at Russell. He goes, no, that's the guy I was talking about. That's him right there. And mm -hmm. I was like, what are these two little midgets? Like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, what are they pointing at me? Because I didn't know Dylan by his face. I knew Dylan from designs and things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, I'd never gotten really to handle one if I'd seen them. And I was Dylan like, is the most Dylan. innocent looking knife maker I've ever seen. Dylan like, is really. tiny, too. Yeah. Dude, I mean, like baby the... face, too. And like just yeah. everything about him exudes like i want to help him no matter what if he was like in a video game like this is the npc i'm gonna trust yeah. right away you know what I'm that's saying? the one you're gonna protect to get from yeah. town to town <laughs> right right but anyway so uh he introduced me with russell russell with artisan and i had that knife and russell saw it and he goes man i really like that and so any rate the show goes on first day we hung out second day because it's a three-day show so it's friday so it's friday evening saturday and sunday and so Saturday was my birthday and I had stopped by the artisan table and Russell showed it to the boss and he goes, Hey, can we get this into our, we don't have a good fixed plate. Yeah. Can, can we get this in our lineup? And the boss was like, I don't know. So I'm like hanging out. It's my birthday. I'm hanging out with, uh, with Aaron Frederick and Will and Eric touch and Nick Shabazz and, uh, you know, uh, Tim Reeve over at Chris Reeve knives and his mom and Matt over there and a bunch of guys that I know and David's son over at the Wii table. And so I'm like, I want, I can't have a birthday party because Nico's a, Nico's a uh, Jehovah's witness. So he can't celebrate. I was like, I just oh. want to have birthday on my, I just want to have dinner on my birthday. It's not a party, no gifts, yeah. no one's paying anybody's stuff. And I was like, let's go. I just want to go to the buffet and eat all you can and drink all I want. So I got the, all you can drink pass. Awesome. And so we sat down there. It was me and Will and Eric Touch and Nick Shabazz and Aaron Frederick and Nico. And we sat down there and we hung out. And I took full advantage of that all-you-can-drink pass. 
You I'm like, really it's drunk. my birthday. I'm in Vegas. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Oh, it's in I'm Vegas. Go back. That, yeah, it's I would have done the same thing. And I'm like, I'm going back up to my room. I'm just going to go to sleep. And I drank until they told me, I was like, you have to go. And I was like, but I haven't drank all I can drink yet. And she's like, sir, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you, she's like, you drink a lot. I was like, a big guy. Yeah. And she was like, if I give you two beers that you can drink on your way out of the buffet, will you leave? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And so I was like, all right, I don't want to go to the cove. I don't want to get too drunk. I don't want to have a hangover for Sunday on the show. And that's when my phone rang and it was Russell. And he goes, Hey, the boss wants to see you. And he wants to talk to oh, you. And I was like, where are you guys at? It's like, we're drinking in the cove. And I'm like, fuck. So I get up oh, to the cove. Man. I sit down. I'm talking with David from Artisan Cutlery, the owner of Artisan, who yeah. is an American citizen. It's yeah. an American company. It just happens yeah. to like and CGRB and Artisan are, are like, they're like best friends, but Artisan is an American company. CGRB is a Chinese company. They just have their stuff made in the same Right, right, right. And so he's like, yeah. We I never knew like, that. He's like, That's interesting. Yeah. So they're like, we want to do it. Uh, we'll get it all figured out. Can you send us the designs? I'm okay. And then my buddy Nathan at Rat Bastard had then told everyone because he knew it was my birthday. And that's why I didn't want to go to the Cove. And that's when I see Jason, or Jason McCoy from Microtech, Ramon Chavez, who I know is a friend of mine, uh, TJ, uh, Tony Jr., Tony Marfion Jr. from Heretic mm -hmm. Knives. There's a whole line of people that are all lined up and they all have bottles because the Cove is really expensive drink. So you bring your own alcohol. To the yeah. I woke up. I woke up on Sunday morning and wished I had died as a <laughs> child. Like I woke up and oh, I opened my man. eyes. I was like, oh, no. And then Nico was like, do you remember last night? And I was like, no, not really. He goes, do you remember, you don't remember taking a bath in the bathtub at three o'clock in the morning? I was like, nope. he goes, do you remember the fact that you basically signed a contract to get your knife into production? I was like, I did what now? He's That's like, yeah. And I was so like, funny, bro. I'm like, I guess it was a successful evening. He goes, yeah. He's like, I was like, let's just get out of town. He goes, no, we have to go to the show. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, oh, I want to die. Horrible. Yeah, I've I've I used to go to Vegas for those like giant music festivals like EDC, yeah. like the other EDC. I used to go yeah. to EDC like I, buddy, I went there buddy, four years straight. My buddy Tino that was in my live feed last yeah. week, he goes every time they have an EDC yeah. out there. So I've never Kelly it. has never been to those types of festivals before. So I'm definitely gonna take her. I'm gonna have to come out of retirement, like partying retirement. But yeah, I remember the the most fucked up I got in Vegas. Um uh we just landed e e you know edc the first day because edc is three days the first day yeah. was that night so we landed got checked in my mom has a timeshare at wyndham so like we just stay there all the time so you know um and then you can if you have an mgm like card it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how old it is you can go to their pool and use their lazy river and hot tub they don't even check you just have to show the card so yeah. I took the giant Gatorade bottles and I just made like cranberry vo vodkas, I took mostly vodka. And like, you know, when it's sunny, right, it's hot, you're in the lazy yeah. river, you're just drinking like crazy. Bro, I was so drunk that when we got back to the hotel room, I laid down and I got the spins. And I was like telling my <laughs> friend, uh, my friend Spazman, I was like, Spazman, I'm dizzy, give me the Adderall. <laughs> No, you just put your foot out. You just kick one foot out, yeah, put it on the yo, floor. It stops like, suspense. Where's the suspense. Where's the Adderall? And there was a there was an air conditioning repair tech because our room's air conditioning like fritzed out. So this guy was repairing the air conditioner, and I'm just like, "Give me the Adderall, Spence. I need to wake up. We need to fucking." I was so drunk, bro. It was yeah, crazy. I, I, uh, I think the only time i've been that i think that is that's one of those hangovers that i'll remember for the rest of my life like you, you have like as, <clears throat> i'm 47 and every once in a while you'll have i yeah. had one in australia yeah i had one in vegas and the one i remember the most was the first time i went to the first time i went to guam i was like 18 years old and you can drink legally there because it's that's you know yeah i was in the military and it was the first time I'd ever had uh, Long on Ice Teas. And I everybody was like, do you remember last night? And I was like, no. He's like, what do you remember? I was like, I remember throwing up in my own underwear. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I was sitting on the toilet and I'm like, I feel sick. And I was like trying to take a crap and my underwear is down around my knees. And I threw up in my own underwear. I remember that. That's, <laughs> that's so everybody's like, you what? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's hilarious. Um, what do you say we do some segments here? I've got a segment called Sharper Dull. 
and we're gonna look at some knives on blade hq's new arrivals list i have a few selected (laughs) now did i take a lot of time to select these knives no they're literally just picked and i wanted to go over them i got those i got those knives from cutlery corner network and i think that now my view of what a bad knife has has been arranged in a different fashion because that intact is is so much better like it's an actual (laughs) knife compared to the shit that i got from frost cutlery wow that is insane um yeah so we're gonna look at these right now let's see if i can actually look at this uh i gotta take this one out okay getting used to this new thing here chrome tab boom so this is the this is the Corey showman snout liner lock (laughs) knife crocodile skin 2.5 inch damascus $690. $690. You're, you know, definitely more. They put, the, of, they put the decimal point in the wrong place on that one, I think. Did they? Yeah, that's like, that should be, <laughs> should like be $69. $69. Bro, look at that. That is, that is fucking hideous. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how much cursing you. I, I don't know. No, I, I curse all the time, bro. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah, yeah can, that's, that's. I've been cursing the whole time. Is, the, is there an edge? Is that like an edge? I don't down, know. Like, it looks pretty that, bad, though. That is right like here, okay like i don't want to i don't want to just because i know that my that's first custom, i mean this is custom price right or no like yeah that's six, i mean that's about 90 what, bucks like if i'm doing a custom heat treat and and exotic handles that's about what i charge when i make a knife like hand ground hand you know custom heat treat. let's zoom into the crocodile bro the alligator that is oh, crocodile. it's terrible okay is that like is that intentionally like that or is that like i got a dremel and i got too thin and it you know, it's just kind of frayed. That's I don't want to look at that anymore. That's just bad. <laughs> so we're going dull on this, right? That's, yeah, that's, dull on the uh, the crocodile. And here's the thing: I I don't want to disparage somebody's work because I I do know that like knife makers take pride in their stuff, but like that to me, that's I'm sure that there's people out there that love it. That's just hideous, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I look at this. <laughs> It's Crocodile Damascus, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare to sharpen. Probably too much nickel. It's not going to want to hold meds real well. All right. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm really not a fan of Damascus steel. Me, to me too. I like. I like the Damas steel type, like the powdered metallurgy Damascus. That's great. yes. But like as a professional sharpener, that is going to be something where I'm going to be able to feel the hard and soft parts of that steel as it goes down the edge. And that means that that edge isn't going to last parts of it are softer and harder than others. And it's just not going it, to, it's going to look like a, it's going to look like a, a, a wood saw in, in like two months. So we're yeah, definitely going both dull yeah, on that one, right? That's dull. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So this is the next one right here. This is the Bastinelli creations Mako liner lock. This is like, love a, the, I love the Mako. Love okay. the Mako. That is $200. Yep. Um, we're looking at D2 on this one. So man, this is like 200 bucks. Uh, is there a reason why this is so expensive? It's polymer handles, D2. I mean, I, I don't like D2. It's Italy. Yeah, it's D2, it's, bro. It's a it's good, D2. good knife. It's a really good knife. Uh, that's um, the knife I bearings. saw sticking his. That's a knife I saw a guy stick in the back of his hand at a Cali Custom Show here a few years ago. Oh shit! Yeah, he cut the fuck out of himself. Um, it's it's just it's a really well scales, knife. bro. Yeah, I know, but like the price, no, the price, I'm like, yeah, I'm iffy on the price, but still, like, I know, I know Bastion and I know his, I know his level of scrutiny. So I guarantee that that's probably the best polymer scales and D2 blade you're going to get. It's just a good all around knife. He's that, like, uh, he's that dude that's always doing the, the knife tap yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? he's French yeah. dude. French mm-hmm. dude. I love that dude. I love that crazy. Yeah, friend. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched, um, I watched him the first time I learned about him. I was watching a uh, Funker Tactical, and he was like doing some knife opening stuff. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Funker Tactical—that's a channel I forgot. Yeah. I haven't. I gotta yeah. resubscribe. YouTube apparently unsubscribed me. <laughs> Funker Tactical, bro. That Filipino dude, like filming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Bastion. Awesome. Bastion's knives are great. They're really well designed. I have a fixed blade that uh, was a collaboration with him and Acheron. So it was mm-hmm. a French designer, French company made in italy and i'm like oh, you shit. can't get french designer in florida french company in in <laughs> france italian made it's it's yeah. a great little fixed blade though 
I'll grab it. Cool. And show it to you. Going, going sharp on this. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I love that knife. It's, it is a very good knife. And the thing is, the way you can open it, multiple openings. Yeah, and you then you've got the ring on the back. It's just, it's really, really good. It is a very good knife. Awesome. I'm going to take your word for it, man. You definitely educated me on that one. He has a uh, trainer gonna... for that as well now that you can train it so you don't play around with it and stick it in your hand like I saw that. that <laughs> <laughs> he got himself good. It was bad. This is this next one is the Piranha Mini Predator. It's is that an auto? It's an auto. It's 180 bucks. So let's take a look at some of the pictures real quick, right? Uh, there's a piranha on the scale here. Mm-hmm. There's a piranha on most of their on most there of their knives go. somewhere, um, and it's an auto. It's like a, the partially serrated type of blade right there. You're looking at CPM S30V, aluminum scales, of course, 2.40 ounces. It's made in the USA though, but in terms of aesthetics, for me, I'm gonna go with dull on it. Right go now. go back, go back to. Can you go back one more? I don't know. That way. Okay. So here's my oh, thing. No, you had it. Go, go back one more. There. Yep. You see all that jimping on those finger toils? Yeah. That's going to be hot as shit in your yes. hand to cut anything. But I have handled some of the Piranha Autos. Yeah. And they are, there's some, they've got snap. They're really good. They're really good mid range knives. What's the price on this one? 179? 180. I, I mean, if it wasn't for the jimping and stuff, like mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be down for that, but like I'm just looking at it from just the fact that that is going to be hot as shit in your hands. Like there is no spot on that that's not going to be a hot spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially it's like right heavy. There. It's like heavy jimping on the inside of a lock bar. I'm not a fan. Yeah, of that. yeah. Like, I I'm gonna go dull on it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just that on one. Like there, some of their other knives are actually really nice. I feel like I chose really bad stuff. I, I don't think nice. I did, but um. I think maybe I did because oh there's just so much bad out there. <laughs> no, this might be good though, right? I mean, some no, it's not. serrations are it's good. Just, <laughs> I don't like serrated knives to begin with. Like everyone's like, serrations are pretty good though. Usually, they are. I don't they like serrated really knives, but you know, I, I I had a persistence. I guess. I mean, didn't everyone have one of these budget no, guys? No, I've bucks? never had one of those. The blade to handle ratio is bad. I, I have. <laughs> The only full, the only. Oh, ATR thirteen MOV. You don't want that. I think I picked the wrong. I think I picked the wrong time to quit drinking. Um, <laughs> so it, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I just yeah. don't like. What's? It's just a native. It's just a native with a frame lock. Yeah, the thing is, or like, liner lock. Who, I mean. I was so the persistence, right? Because um, <clears throat> like those the, those line of spider codes, the budget ones, the persistence. Mm -hmm. What is it? The, what's the other ones like? The ambition or whatever? I don't like, know. They were, I, they I, were... I got I was so burned out by the time I made it through their catalog when I did that live feed. I'm like, God, just how many bad, ugly knives like, can I look at in one night? Like, who asked for this serrated version of this though? You know, what no, I mean? no one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, but here's the thing, right? Like in the beginning of my knife journey and shit, like I bought a lot of the budget Spyderco's because I, you know, knew the Spyderco was a big company. And to me, um, someone who went from MTX and shit like that to these budget Spyderco's and CRKTs. And I mean, that's Hershaw's still a big things. step up. Like from oh, it is, to it a, is, like, yeah. They were like the first to show me, like, oh shit, there's better stuff out there. I shouldn't just keep yeah. paying ten bucks. You know what well, I mean? Spiderco Spiderco also did the same for me. Like I, I got some I'd had some Spidercos, you know, after I'd gotten done with like custom knives. I got some Spidercos. Like Spiderco Endura. Spiderco Endura and Spiderco Police and the Matriarch 2 are like three of my favorite knives. But they, they're basically all the same handle. Like the police is just <laughs> a larger Endura. The Endura is a great knife for someone with hands my size. And then Matriarch 2, which is a really good self-defense tool. And it's all serrated. Um, that's the only serrated knife I own is the matriarch too that's that that it looks like the spider coast civilian but it's uh like a smaller version yeah, yeah. um so we're gonna I'm go gonna, dull yeah <laughs> well because i mean i get it it's a 50 dollars knife but still it's eight cr it's eight cr it's fully serrated like at this point like no no one really needs a serrated blade there, there are some there are some times a serrated blade is really good if you're in a military or if you're on a boat like cutting the line and stuff they come in handy but like, like for cutting a, a seatbelt or some shit? Or like, yeah, I don't know. but I mean, if you've got a good sharp knife, you're going to be every bit as effective yeah. cutting a seatbelt. 
But I, cutting uh, nylon line, that, that actually would be good for cutting nylon line or those polymer see? lines. There you go. Maybe but, like, there's some people watching that's like, yo, I be cutting polymer line all some, the time. Some. That's a smaller, <laughs> that's like a niche market. Yeah, dull. We're going to go dull on that. All yeah, right, here's absolutely. the next one right here. This is a Leong Ma Design Model 18 Integral. 599 smackaroos, bro. See, this is why I don't like integrals. They're always more expensive. They're I heavier. Don't, I don't and they're more difficult the to clean. Is. You don't yeah. okay, so you don't you don't like integrals either? I just don't like it it doesn't make my, you know, my fucking metaphorical knife dick hard when it's an integral. Like I don't go like, "Oh shit, I got to have it." You know what I mean? I can, I can take me... this all the way apart and clean everything inside it. Guess what? Two-piece construction. That mm. is more expensive, more complicated, heavier, and more difficult to take apart. Yeah, I'm no, gonna go I, I, on this one. It's a good, it's a good look, it's a good looking knife. Don't get me wrong. Uh, is it though? Leon, yeah, I like the blade on that. That's a good looking blade. Actually, let's zoom in on the blade a little bit. Yeah, that's a good looking yeah. blade. Must Comes down really nice, cool. nice. Man, sweep on it. pictures yeah. are like crap, bro. Yeah, because I, I, if you look on like Urban, so I use knife that's why yeah, nice I should do that. pictures are better. The next pot, I'm gonna do that, bro. I'm gonna do that because this is like blurry as shit, man. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Okay, okay. It's You've a good looking my shape, eyes. But I'm, I'm, but I'm still like, that's too much. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's S90V. Yeah. S90V full time, well, of course. S90V is a good steel. That's one of my yeah. favorite steels. But yeah, I mean, just still even that, like, it's I'm just, not going 600 on that. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm going dull, man. We have dulled everything, bro. No, no, the Mako. <laughs> oh, the Mako, yeah, the we shot the Mako. was good. And like I said, that Piranha would, the pir other Piranhas are good. It's just it's that not one that one. Some, yeah, it just had some, <laughs> it just had some issues. The Leong Ma Model 18. It's still a good looking it. knife. It's just, I'm, it's just too much. They have other versions, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's an integral or not, though. I'm not too sure. This is the one that I saw that I picked. So yeah. we're going dull on this one, but yeah. it still looks cool. Uh, this is the John Gray at Borka Blades uh, S Rambit 1650, bro. So I know both of these guys. I love See, John. He's a big grumpy bastard. That's and here. Okay, here. That is a good looking knife, in my opinion. It, it looks pretty cool. Now, what's the price on it? 1650. Yeah, but you got to remember that's that's a collaboration between two super well known knife makers. Yes, in the yes. tactical world. And that is that a custom? Is that um, a, it does not say. Yeah, it's a custom. Yeah, it does. Top, where does top it say right? That? It says Borka Blades custom. Ah, gotcha. Custom knives. So I mean, you got to think like everybody's like, oh, that knife, you know, custom makers' knives are too expensive. Like by the time you get to having made knives, even at like six, seven hundred dollars a knife, when you yeah. look at the big scope of how much time I've got tied up into it and materials, true. I'm I'm making maybe fifty, fifty to a hundred dollars on that knife. That is, that hit my, dude, bro, okay, so to tell you, like, how good of a knife I think that is, I got goosebumps, and it's 75 degrees in my garage, so. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it does look pretty cool, though, I'm not going to lie. Good, that's a good looking yeah. knife. And, I mean, you can just, like, look at it and see, like, that's going to be comfortable. It's going to fit your hand well. It looks like, it looks like the stitch with a karambit handle on it. You know, that, that Microtech switch, auto, stitch auto that, that Borka? Yeah. I think I saw um, Little Fit Devil playing with it before. Yeah, it's a <clears throat> I'm gonna go sharp on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. it. I, I mean, in in big scope of things, I mean, I paid almost a thousand dollars for this. Then when you add in tax and shipping, it was over. Yeah. So, and that's a, I bought that used. Borka Blades S is that is that S Rambit or do you gotta roll it like Srambit? Srambit. I, I don't Srambit. Srambit. I want you to look at this. Does this hillbilly look like he knows how to pronounce anything? <laughs> i'm not the dude that you go to ask pronunciation or spelling <laughs> all right we're, gonna, the next, we're gonna go sharp on the srambit yeah right? yeah I like that. that's srambit, a good looking knife go to the next one here this is the john gray knives custom blood shark 15 hundo no. i i don't even i'm not even gonna i don't like it yeah i i, I was go gonna say like right now aesthetically for me like i don't like it i don't like it um, I don't know a lot about customs. I've never had a custom knife before. Well, uh, it, here's the thing. Is it a John's, custom? Yeah, it's is a it? custom. Yep. Scroll back up. Uh, oh, yeah. John Gray Custom Blood Shark is a masterwork yeah. of cutlery excellence. The, here's the thing about John. Like, either John's designs are either I love them or 
I, I like that looks like it's horrible. But the thing is, he, <laughs> him and Tracker, him and Tracker Dan got together on that, and I don't understand Tracker Dan's knives or why they cost so much. I mean, everybody's knives have a market, not at all. Yeah, yeah see, it's modeled after Tracker, Tracker Dan, right custom blood shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and they go for they go for two and three thousand dollars. Damn, this is crazy, bro. This is like way yeah, way out of my turn. I'm glad that I picked some pretty you know high priced stuff, and you and you're here because this is like way beyond my scope. Well, John and I always argue. John and I argue at every show. He's like, I saw your knife. It's a good looking knife. He's like, "Uh, that's that that forward choil. I was like, John, I like a choil. I like not getting into it. He's like, well, you can still get up there. And I was like, it's John. I keep explaining to you, you fat old bastard. It is the the fact I don't like how the edge comes up. I like the aesthetics of having that forward, that that sharpening choil or finger choil where the edge comes down terminates nice and clean and does not build this frown he's like ah oh, it's just a waste and i'm like in your opinion like i yeah. like i like choils man agree with me. i do too yeah i like finger choils bro i think they look pretty dope yeah. uh, i'm gonna go dull on this one we're both going dull on that yeah Let's I, see what else. I, I think like i have that. one more left here and then i have another segment for you after this oh yay all right so this is the final one this is the san diego knives plus from forge tonto key bar $79, bro. Okay, so this is one of those things where this is a very niche thing. I was at I was Did you get to try out. this? Bro, I was there when they I was there when they designed it, thought it up, prototyped <laughs> it and got the first prototypes in. I used to be at Fair and Forge Knifeworks like every fucking day. Wow. Like if I was <clears> cuz I I had so many jobs, I had so much stuff that I was doing, I would be in the area. Uh we had some outlying areas where I would do counter surveillance. And if I was yeah. up there, I'd be up there. I would just come and I would hang out at the shop with Elliot until traffic died down. Then I would come home. And so, yeah, I've seen these. They are pretty cool. But what you're not seeing is that goes inside a key bar. That is an element oh. of a key bar. So inside your, so if you were to look up key bar and see them, the key bar actually is a thing where you lock your keys in. Yeah, yeah I have put one. That, I have yeah, one. you can put that inside your key bar. It's like an extension or an addition to your key bar. And so wow. instead of just having like a knife, like a, a regular, like, because they sell knives like that that go in key bars where you, it's yeah. like, a, like a slip joint. Yeah, this that's is a flipper. A flipper. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Is it still run on IKBS? Um, let's see. It says, I saw that yeah. it says it's running on washers. That's what it says. Okay. So the first iteration was on, yeah. uh, first iteration was on IKBS. But the problem was mm-hmm. when you would take it apart. <laughs> To try and get it in your key bar. Yeah. That could be. Bearings would fall out. You're like, oh, shit. They're <laughs> everywhere. Get a magnet. No, they're ceramic. Fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. Pretty cool, no, though. Because I have a key bar, so I kind of get like, oh, that would be kind of no, dope to just have that. Kind of a niche little thing. So yeah. San Diego Knives actually is oh, Andy at Nowpack. You're right. Like, this so I know is... Andy at Nowpack. A- Andy wanted to have oh. some of these to add in. Uh, Key Bar Mike, the guy that owns Key Bar, uh, had Elliot made some, and then San Diego Knives and uh, Fair and Forge Knifeworks because we're all here in San Diego. So that's Nowpack, Andy over at Nowpack Group. Um, Andy owns San Diego Knives, and this was his thing. He wanted to start doing some of them so he could sell them on his website and on here. So this is their collaboration. I'm going sharp on this, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. And they're yeah. they're nice. They're they're a nice little. I'm not gonna lie. I carried one. I carried mm-hmm. one of the originals, which was the drop point. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. by itself as like a traditional pocket folder. That was a flipper. I was like, <laughs> that's like a traditional because it's the same size. I was like, that's like a traditional knife, but it's a flipper. That's awesome, man. Going sharp on it, bro. Yeah. They're going they're sharp on good. this. Uh, I have another segment here. Okay. So this segment is called versus until I find a better name for it. Basically, I uh, give you a scenario and you got to choose uh, the one that is for you. All right. Oh, okay. So um, you have to choose one of these companies and you're going to carry only these knives for the rest of your life. Okay. Forever. All right. I'm going to hate this. I can tell. You probably will. So I have a couple of uh, knife companies, Instagrams uh, on here. I'm trying to just zoom in so you can see it. Let me see. That's a, a good view there. Well, I see React. Yeah, so Riat is one, right? Okay. Yeah, Riat. Pretty good. I mean, you know, Riat's got some good stuff. Um, Best Tech. Okay. okay. 
All right. Artisan cutlery. Mm-hmm. Or Kaiser. <laughs> so I'm kind of torn because the best production knife I have ever owned is yeah. the Riat Horizon D and has been hands down the best production knife I've ever owned. I have a Starboy right here. This is the first Riat I've ever owned. Oh, they're so good. I but it a lot. Yeah. The fact is one of my favorite current knives yep. in my collection, and it's it's not a real expensive knife, is my artisan cutlery serious that was designed by Ray. I by my love friend Ray. the serious, bro. I have it's, that right I love here. All of it. Yep, Ray. I Ray is a great, serious, great dude. dude. He's got some of the best designs, and the fact is, I'd have to say it's one of my favorite designs. And the fact is, I can't not have my sea snake. Yeah. So I would have to say artisan because, like, wow. if I'm going to only be able to carry one knife, if I can't get another, if I can't, well, get you can only carry snake. one brand, basically. Like, yeah, that's so what I'm you saying. Choose so, well, I'd have to because I couldn't be without my sea snake. So if it broke, nice. I'd have to replace it because I love that. I mean, I could always make myself one, but they've got several other knives I really, really like. Artisan, I, yo, like I, I, I always think that they produce a lot of like sleeper like hits. Well, not really mm-hmm. sleepers. Because Artisan is fucking busy, bro. They be making knives and selling like yeah. a lot of the CJRB stuff. Like sells like a lot. Let's, let's put it this way: um, they've sold enough of my knives that I have yet to have a quarter where I did not get a royalty check. And it's like <laughs> that's at, awesome. At a thirty-five dollar knife, which means I'm making pennies per yeah. knife. I'm still getting at least. I can't really say, but I'm yeah, making. You don't have to I'm say. Making, yeah, I'm making at least a hundred dollars every quarter. So that's the whole point of me making that knife was not to make a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean, so it, I have it, to say, like, here's the thing: like, Best Tech, Best Tech's quality stepping up. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's definitely stepping up. It's like Kubi; mm-hmm. they definitely stepped up. Riat, yep. however, is a higher price point. I can get quality that's close mm-hmm. at cheaper from yeah. artisan you know what i'm saying i think it just sounds nice when they say like oh riyadh made it you know is the oem yeah. or whatever people kind of like feel good inside that's usually what that name means yeah. um yeah and i like your choice man really quality I, I, knives i respect the choice for sure so you go in uh and it's not just it's not just because they're making my knife yeah it, it, there's several things that, that i was supposed happen. to put we on here but then their account got hacked and i didn't know that and they, i learned later after i made this oh. document yeah. Um, they haven't had an, an Instagram for like a while. Um, yeah. They said, they said, use the Wii Knife fan photos one. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it was weird. That was weird. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I, I probably would go, man, I, I, Artisan is a good choice, man. Really, really good. Kaiser, Kaiser has really stepped up their game. But the fact is, like, if you had put Civivi on there, I probably would have said Civivi because the Civivi yeah. Braze and the Civivi Riffle, both yeah. great, great, great knives. Um, yeah, I like a lot of almost. I know you like the uh, the Appalachian Drifter too, bro. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, I I won one in like a raffle thing, and uh, I love it. I won this, bro. I won this and a Civivi bow at the same time. And I'll, I love them both. All right. So we're going to go to the next thing here. Uh, the next one is uh, you have to choose one of these American makers. You can only carry this okay. brand for the rest of your life. Okay. You got Chris okay. Reeves. Good old CRK. This is going to be the tripod, baby. You got Hinderer. Okay. Right. And then the last one, Strider. Uh, that's easy. Um, I love my Sabenza. Like that's a knife I would never get rid of. I had a Sabenza sold it and within a week bought a new Sabenza because I was just like, <laughs> I got to have that knife. Um, for several reasons, I would have to say the, the Chris Reeves is a better cutter. You got better ease of maintenance. Um, as much as I like Rick personally, fellow Ohioan, Ohio boy doing good. I'm, I'm happy for him. His knives are just too thick. And a lot <laughs> of them are really uncomfortable in my hand because of the flipper tab. And then what was the, the last one was, uh, Strider. Strider knives. <sighs> Mixed knives are just not something that is functional for me to use. Like they're mm-hmm. they're great knives, don't get me wrong. Um, but they're just not knives that I like I love them. 
for a while. Like I had that full custom mixed rider uh, that I picked up at the knife shows uh, that I, I had that was a yeah. uh, nightmare grind. I, I paid like I paid like fifteen hundred bucks for it, and Damn. I kept it and it sat in my safe. And it was a great, great, great knife. I got it directly from Mick at the show. I won the chance to get it. He was cool enough. Actually, I was number two on the lottery and they found out how much I wanted it. They went and talked to the guy that took first place. It's like, look, you're one of our vendors. Like this guy really wants a knife. He's like, we'll make you one just almost identical to it. They came back and they're like, he said that you can have that knife if you want at wow. table price. And I was like, you guys went out of your way to do that. And I was like, that was really cool. But the fact is like Chris Reeves knives for me, more functional, more reliable, uh, another Amer great American made brand. And it's more what's up my alley for across the board, just work knives and things like that. It's funny because, you know, I've gotten to try all three now, finally. And um, uh, holding a sub, uh, I think I think I had it in Singo the first time. Uh, the um, fuck, which one was it, man? It wasn't a Sabenza, the first one that I tried. I forgot which one it was is. Was it an Inkosi? Inkosi, yes, yes. Yeah, it's yes. a good, that's a good knife. Yeah, uh, I had the Inkosi, and um, I think shout out to the Lawn Ranger who let let me borrow at that time. This is like maybe year two of my YouTube fucking uh -huh. career, if you want to call it that. And uh, I, you know, I learned like, okay, I can see why people really like these. You know what I mean? Like the quality, just like everything about it. Yeah, like everything about it. You know, the like literally everything. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's built and you feel it and you're like, okay, this is built for me to use. It's not yeah. built to go in a safe. It's not like a show place knife. It's not anything super, you can get super fancy ones, mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's just straight up ready to go to work. Yeah. And I yeah, like it. That, yeah. I, that, you that, know that, what? that would I, definitely be my choice. I've been brainwashed by Metal Complex too much, though. So I really, really like Hinderers lately, especially the Flipper Delete ones. Um, the, I like uh, the Flipper Delete. The Flipper the, Delete the ones. Non the non-flippers? The non-flippers? Non yeah, I love knife. those, bro. The, the small XM18, ones? Uh, yeah, the XM18 3-inch. Yeah. Yes. My knife oh. of the year last year. But the fact is, they're still, like, for me, like, I've got to be able, like, I'm, I'm like, based, I base all my opinions on knives on, like, how, how I'm going to use it. And yeah. when it comes down to it, like that hinderer is not going to serve me as well as that Sabenza or even something like, like I said, like this PMP big boy, because this is so much thinner and it cuts so much better. I wow. love the knives. I love the aesthetic. I, the flipper tabs on his knives just don't work for me. Dude. Um, and when you flip it gorgeous. and the jimping on top, just like hurts your index finger, bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, why is the, like, why is the flipper tab on backwards? it's like so, wiping before you poop it doesn't make any sense it's like shh, shh, shh. it's like ow that hurts it's so funny all right so you're i'm going indoor you're going crk that's cool so yeah. we got one more uh question all right okay. this is the final one right here okay this okay. is gonna be a non-knife question okay oh non-knife question all right so we're gonna go with this you have to kill one of these beasts and you have to use the 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 weapon that goes with it okay so you're gonna okay. kill a dragon with okay. a, with a pistol okay all right or uh kill a grizzly bear with a machine with a kukri hmm. or fight uh this anime character uh unchained oliver with brass knuckles i'm gonna go with the third because i got a much better shot that way <laughs> Because if I shoot a dragon, I shoot a dragon. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just going to piss him off. Um, and I don't want to be close enough to a grizzly bear. Um, so so this guy, right, um, in the anime, like, he can repel, like, knives with his muscles. <laughs> yeah, but you said knives. You didn't say anything about brass knuckles because I'm not hitting him. I'm not going to hit him in the muscles. I'm going to hit him in the mush. I'm going to punch him in the mouth and then hit him in the temple. To get him down. I'm just going to pound I, the side of his I, head. I do think that. No, that didn't and happen. I do, I do think that, for me, I would choose to fight the bear probably because I'm gonna get killed either way. Because this guy is—they call him Unchained for a reason. Like, um, he's crazy. But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna hit him in the dick, and when he falls down, I'm gonna punch <laughs> him in the temple. And when he goes all the way down, I'm just gonna bash his head until it just turns into. I want to see if I can. Let's see. Uh, I don't watch anime, as you can tell. I yeah, will yeah, say, yeah. you know, we were talking about music. You were talking about EDM. 
Yeah. I want you to look at this and think yep. to yourself when I make the statement, I've been to Warp Tour twice. Oh, nice, bro. Nice. bro. I listen to all, I listen to any kind of music and I actually you know, enjoy, I like Pierce the Veil, like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I try to like just enjoy music for what it is. If it's good, it's good. I'm not one of those like kind of like snobby type dudes, you know? <laughs> Even yeah. if like I go into a shop or something and they have something like playing or some, you know, some like something bumping that I don't even understand the language. And I'm like, oh, I could I could vibe to that. You know what I mean? Bro, I, one of my favorite bands is a Japanese band called uh, Yellow Monkey. And it's a <laughs> great awesome. band. They are <laughs> awesome. I have like I got like I think I have like five or six of their albums on CD. Mm -hmm. And then I have like pretty much everything else they've ever done on uh but then again, I lived in Japan for 13 years, so I was there's this that band that reminds me of the Beatles like so much. This band called The Pillows, and it's a Japanese band. Mm -hmm. And I listened to like this because they sang on this uh, this classic like anime um, show called uh, Fooly Cooly, and um, they did the whole soundtrack for it. And it just like nice. was very reminiscent of that. And I just listened to it. I didn't understand I what the that. fuck they were saying, bro. I was just like, all right, you know. There's um, there's a there's a Japanese yeah. rock band that played Warp Tour twice. X, bro? X? No. X Japan? No. <laughs> X Japan. That's a big that, that, My wife loves X Japan. No. <laughs> One OK Rock. Ah, OK. Those guys, those guys are those guys are bad. Those motherfuckers, they go out on stage. And you're like, like these little Japanese dudes come out on stage. You're like, yeah. And they start playing. You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. They fucking go, man. Like they have like literally every type of music over there. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for doing the show, man. It was very educational for me. I think this is one of the shows where I was like, I usually talk over a guest a lot. But then it's uh, because I have this kind of defense mechanism against dead air but with yeah. you it's like you are a pro dude like we can do a podcast for a long time i think oh you know yeah I, i've done i've done like I, i've done video i've done video live feeds podcasts that went like three four hours like somebody's like bro it's like joe rogan podcast like a five hour thing there you like, bro joe rogan of edc bro you know what i'm saying a couple couple weeks ago i did the live feed two two hours and like two hours and ten minutes with mm -hmm. with uh with swags and then oh really then a, yeah and then did a four hour after show wow I do Where not have that type of that kind hours. of endurance. I think if people were sleep. here in person, <laughs> that's one thing I want to start doing. Is there's no fucking New York City knife people though. You there's no New York City like knife YouTube people that I could mm -hmm. be like, come to my crib and then we'll do it because I have a four mic setup here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have four headphones, four mics, and uh, too bad yeah. you're not out in California. Like, you, if you were in driving range, you could have you'd have you'd be able to have a lot of us. Like, I know, I know, man. I love podcasting. It's like my favorite thing. Um, I don't like the podcast so much as I like the live feeds, but I do do the podcast like a question yeah. and answer form, kind of like this. I do the question yeah. and answer format, and then I, I put it on Apple Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I, I like the the video. I like the live format as well, but I think that um, when you do one on one with a guest, you get to really know them, and then like yeah. the audience also gets a treat. And like watching one of their favorite creators like talk about stuff that maybe they didn't talk about. You know what yeah. I mean? Just things like that, man. Well, it's it, my favorite thing. I, I have to apologize. So anybody that's watching this, if you happen to meet me at a show, and I, I told Swags this the same time. Swags is like, I didn't think you liked me. She's like, I thought I thought you fucking hated me. <laughs> um I I have I have PTSD. And so when I'm at a show, I'm kind of I'm like in a especially in Vegas. I hate Vegas, it trips all my little triggers, but I have PTSD. Because uh, I was in the military. And like I said, a lot mm -hmm. of stuff happens in the military. And so when I'm at a show, I'm in an area where I don't know. I know some people, but the majority of people I don't know. So you're I'm like in fight or flight. Crowd. Yeah, it just like it mm -hmm. just that's why I'm, like, people are like, well, every time I've seen Mike at a show, he's drunk. And I was like, yeah, it's how <laughs> I keep from killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Like, bro. I got to I got to do something. So I either mm -hmm. smoke weed or I'm drinking or something. And it, can you smoke just, weed at shows? No, right? I do. Are you crazy? No, I mean, like, do they let you? It's California, right? I mean, like, sort of. I will say Brian Ty, custom maker. Brian Ty. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen his. Yeah, of course I've crazy. seen him. I've seen him too. He looks like a he looks like a fantasy character. He looks like he should be in the uh, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
And the way, so like the first time I ever met uh, Brian Ty, he'd say, oh, I saw one of your videos once. And I was like, fuck, like, I'm just like, this is like my first actual knife show that I've been, I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I watched one of your videos about something. And I was like, I know you. And he's like, and so I was asking him questions about stuff. And he was like, you know, smoke a joint. I was like, that's hell awesome. yeah, I do. That's and awesome. so I went outside to smoke a joint. I came back and I filmed and yeah. I didn't even have a tripod. I'm like holding my phone and it's all shaky and shit. And I filmed, <laughs> I filmed like him and I talking. I was high as fuck. It didn't make any sense. And I filmed for like 15 minutes. I get back to the house Yeah. after the show, like that night, but my, my buddies gave me a ride back because uh, I rode up with them and I got ready to edit stuff and I'm looking mm -hmm. at my phone. Yeah. I had one really clear picture. Brian's eye. I was holding it was on camera. I took a picture of him and then held my phone for like 20 minutes because I just it must have been really good weed then. Brian's tie Brian tie has some of the best weed ever. Like you're yeah. I was walking around the I walked around the show for the next two hours and Nico, my little buddy, was with me. He's like, You okay? And I'm like, carpet is squishy. And he goes, Oh my god, you are so high. Dude, he should have his own cannabis brand and have like, you know, a strain called the tie sticker or something like that. Can he has a tie fighter or something? He has shit? a knife called the tie fighter, exactly. Yeah, well, the tie sticker, bro. You know tie stick, you know? What I mean? tie stick. <laughs> of course I know tie stick. The tie bro, sticker, I've been, bro. I've been to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've been to thailand one time uh very interesting place man i did, I did it for work and stuff that's, but dude thank you so much for doing the show man it was totally no awesome everybody follow mike emler if you haven't um i'll put the links in the description follow him on ig and on youtube this buy is your boy ray <laughs> yeah yo buy some crazy crazy sharp merch bro buy the sea snake bro buy the stonefish <laughs> yeah, buy something. This is this is your boy Ray and Crazy Mike Emler, Crazy Sharp, saying good night, peace. This video was brought to you by Ala CBD and Ala Unlimited. Are you tired of looking through CBD products and not knowing what the heck is going on? What are these products even? Do you hate going to smoke shops and people there don't even know what they're selling? Come through to A-List CBD and A-List Unlimited. We actually test the products ourselves. That way we can give you an accurate description of how it works and how these products will make you feel. We carry trusted and proven brands like CBDMD and 7th Hill CBD, as well as other smaller brands that we like and trust. Give us a follow on Instagram for updates on restocks, new inventory, and sales. We also ship to all 50 states with priority shipping. Just send us a message on Instagram. This video is brought to you by the beautiful leather goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges, and a 90-day return policy. Maybe you want to pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you want to go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. And our wallets have this cool, unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out, that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.